0: This is IEDA In Your Ear, the podcast for members of the Indiana Economic Development Association. This podcast is powered by the Indiana Municipal Power Agency. Since 1983, IMPA has provided 61 municipal utilities in Indiana and Ohio with low-cost, reliable, and environmentally responsible power. I'm Lee Llewellyn. For today's podcast, we're going to break from uh, what we normally do. Normally, when we think about the, the podcast that we're doing for IEDA members, uh, we normally think about the podcast being something that would have a a little bit of a longer shelf life. But today, we're talking about something that has it's a little bit more time sensitive than many of the topics that we're here that we're, we talk about and so i'm sitting today with stephanie wells stephanie uh... some of you may recall she has been involved with manufacturing she was with the uh... indiana manufacturers association is now doing some uh... private consulting and is assisting ivy tech community college uh... with some federal training grants and that's really what we're here to talk about and again uh, we have a little bit of time sensitivity in terms of this particular topic so Stephanie, just start with kind of an overview of of what our topic is for today.
1: Sure, thanks, Lee. Um, so, Ivy Tech was awarded uh, several years ago a two point six million dollar grant from the U.S. Department of Labor, um, and this grant specifically is called Tech Hire. Uh, it was an initiative of the Obama administration, and it was uh, specifically um, made to create opportunities through training uh, and employment uh, work-based learning programs for low-income individuals um, and for other individuals with barriers to uh, employment to get the necessary training so that they could um, create an opportunity to uh, enter the middle class Um, and specifically we're to provide training um, in the technology sectors and some advanced manufacturing so we are in year four of this four year grant. Uh, the grant is over in June uh, of this year. And so this is our last, um, what we call a cohort. So it's our last push to get as many students in this free technology training as possible.
0: So, uh, and that's important that there is, uh, it is free training. Yes. Uh, but let's talk about a little bit about uh, what specific training uh, that this is oriented to.
1: Yeah, so specifically um, the training is. Um, provided by Ivy Tech. It's through non-credit bearing courses. So uh, students will complete what is in essence two accelerated IV Tech classes over the course of roughly three months, they'll meet once a week. Um, and at the end, uh, so these are in the computer science or um, IT department, uh, and they will uh, be able to test for free for what we call a CompTIA A Plus certification. Um, and so, um, CompTIA is sort of an entry-level, um, all-purpose um, um, c- certifying body, um, and this is their entry uh, point for their stackable credential pathways.
0: So, what kinds of th- so uh, what kinds of jobs uh, would somebody be able to get with that certification?
1: Yeah. So these are pretty entry-level. Um, so. You know, typically, typical roles would be for a support specialist, a field service technician, a desktop support analyst, or a help desk tier two support. Um, So they're going to know a lot. um, uh, It's multidisciplinary to some degree. They're going to know a lot, but they are definitely entry-level folks. What we do like about this is the accelerated nature of the training. proves that these students are highly motivated um, they are self-starters they do about 75% of the coursework um, uh, remotely at their homes um, there are opportunities for them to get on the job training and internships during the program and then there we do uh, provide a mandatory soft skills boot camp for each student so we think that uh, once they complete that certification they are absolutely employment ready
0: okay so uh so you said you're at the end of the of yes. the four-year program and uh and it ends in June. It does. Now, uh, so so do, do people have to be do they have to be completed in the program and completed by June or they just have to be started by yeah, June? Yeah,
1: no, they need to be completed. So what we're looking for students um And they can be employed now, so they could work for a current employer, um, and the employer could direct them um, as well. They need to be enrolled probably before the first half of March in order to complete.
0: Okay, So now part of this then, uh, as I understand it though, is that, and I think this is the the compelling part of this, is that the training Mm -hmm. is being provided free. For students who qualify, so what yeah. who are those students that would qualify for this free training?
1: So uh, what we are doing is we are primarily targeting younger individuals, so these are seventeen to twenty nine year olds um, typically. We're looking at those that are underemployed, those that are low income, those that have a disability, um, as well as those who are veterans or spouses of veterans. So uh, we can help a lot of folks with this, but we are concentrating on those um, younger uh, younger folks who are between the ages of 17 and 29 primarily.
0: So. Uh, Today we're sitting at the at the uh, uh, Central Indiana campus of Ivy Tech. Now, yeah. where else is where where would somebody be able to access this training?
1: So, um, in addition to several Central Indiana locations, we have Mooresville, Plainfield, and Noblesville, in addition to the downtown Indianapolis campus. Um, Campuses that are offering this are Bloomington, Muncie, South Bend, uh, Lake, and Porter Counties. Um, And we're also doing some training in um, the Evansville and Fort Wayne campuses as well.
0: Okay, Um, So we talked about again that there is, uh, it's very (laughs) time sensitive right now. We're trying to get people in by March. So for for IEDA members who are listening to this, um, mm-hmm. w- what do they need to do if, they, if they're if they trying to rally uh, a workforce and workers in their communities? What do they need to do to try to get somebody uh, signed up for this?
1: So the easiest and first thing that they should do is they should send the students to ivtech.edu slash A-plus, that's A-P-L-U-S um... or uh, so it's
0: not it's not this it's not the uh, symbol it's the word plus
1: a p l u s right Um and you can go online there it's a five-minute um it's not really an application, it's a questionnaire. Um, and so what will happen is the students will put their information in, it's all confidential, and um, Ivy Tech personnel will take a look at that, determine if they're eligible. If they are not eligible for this program, and we do find that, um, we still try to then offer them the opportunity to take the same courses in the same accelerated model and get the certification through the Workforce Ready Grant through the Next Level Jobs program. So we will attempt to serve them one way or the other
0: so so let's uh, do that for a minute so then within the next level Mm -hmm. uh, jobs program so then what because again I think you know as you know uh, you know workforce is just so critical (laughs) for all that we're trying to do relative to economic development so so and how we upskill people to do various things so how does this work then with next level if somebody's not eligible for for the the well for the other yeah. program,
1: i think they should work seamlessly um, for the purposes of this certification now what we have seen in several um, students that have not been eligible for the tech hire grant um, um, are are deemed eligible for Workforce Ready Grant and then they have more options than just the uh, TAA plus certification and uh, I'd be happy to have a conversation with any of your members about some of the opportunities uh, around different kinds of tech certifications through Workforce Ready Grant The difference between Tech Hire and Workforce Ready uh, and Workforce Ready is great. Um, Tech Hire provides supportive and wraparound services for eligible individuals. So, the coolest thing about this program is that if a student who has many barriers to, um, you know, being employed and upwardly mobile. we can help them with a lot of those. So we can help them with transportation. We can help them with childcare. care. Um, if they have broadband and technology issues, this is a technology program. We can provide them loaner laptops. We can, um, we can provide them a lot of support, tutoring um, that's not really um, eligible, or not available, rather, under the Workforce Ready Grant Program. So I think that they work really well together. But this is just a really awesome opportunity if you're eligible for it
0: okay so uh, um, what haven't we (laughs) what haven't we covered we're trying to we're trying to uh, get the word out fairly quickly yeah Uh, so what haven't I asked you or what haven't you had a chance to say yet
1: I think the thing that I'd like for your members to know is that um, even when this program is done uh, I hope and I Fully expect that the United States Department of Labor um, will put more of this kind of programming out on the street. Um, They're using what's called H 1B. workforce funds Um, they're very nimble Um, they're very I wouldn't say loose but they are flexible and so um, we hope that there will be more opportunities like this and so I think it's not too early to start a conversation with the good folks here at Ivy tech about if they were to get more of these um, grant opportunities in the future Um, we'd like a lot of employer and community engagement um, in the beginning of the program as opposed to the end so we'd like to uh, make sure that we start those dialogues now um, so that they are relevant for the employers Um, so I don't think this is just a this this particular grant will be over in June but I don't think this is the last of its kind that we
0: will see so let's circle back and Mm -hmm. and we'll finish up but uh, specifically for the tech hire yeah um, Tell us again how somebody would access that when if they've got somebody that they, they want to refer to this program.
1: Right. So you would go to ivtechedu A-P-L-U-S or you can email me. I'd be happy to talk to you. Um, my email address is s-w-e-l-l-s-97 at ivtech.edu.
0: Okay. And then one more time, uh, so this is a test for you. Which campuses, uh, where in the state, uh, is the Tech Hire is are is the certification yeah. training available?
1: So, multiple locations in Central Indiana, Northwest Indiana, South Bend, Muncie, and Bloomington are the primary campuses.
0: Okay, Stephanie Wells has a, is working with Ivy Tech. Uh, again, this has been a very uh, time sensitive discussion. Um, we're trying to get uh, students from around the state into the Tech Hire program. Uh, by March uh, so that they can actually receive uh, free certification training uh, through the US Department of Labor.
1: Yeah I did want to before we uh, close, uh, I should have mentioned this earlier, another great thing about Ivy Tech uh, being the purveyor of this training is while these are being offered as non-credit classes and the the goal is the certification, um, if the students uh, determine that they would like to become a degree seeking student they do map Um, to our existing um, associate degree programs in the IT space so that's a huge boon we are getting um, a number of students that are starting for the just the one credential and then they're continuing on with their education which of course we like
0: good Right. all right Stephanie thank you very much thanks Lee This has been IEDA In Your Ear, the podcast for members of the Indiana Economic Development Association. This podcast was powered by the Indiana Municipal Power Agency. Since 1983, IMPA has provided 61 municipal utilities in Indiana and Ohio with low-cost, reliable, and environmentally responsible power. Learn more about IMPA by visiting their website at impa.com and be sure to follow them on social media to stay in the know. This podcast is copyrighted 2019 by the Indiana Economic Development Association, which retains all rights to the content.